we men need as long foreplay as women and actually yeah. almost longer <laughs> tell me more about that <laughs> yeah because the biggest problem for men is is uh, premature ejaculation mm -hmm. and uh, and that's only because he's selling himself he's kind of he's not fully embodied he's is more eager to to be someone to to give mm -hmm. her orgasms so if he's fully taking time slowing down when i am fully embodied it's that's that's also i think the most sexy hi everyone and welcome to the deeper podcast a podcast for all of you who want more more out of yourself your relationships your intimacy and life my name is sofia zafina and i'm here to bring you deeper I'm a sex, life, and relating coach, and I'm fascinated by all things masculine and feminine and bringing the two back together, helping people connect on a deep and real level so we can show up for each other, partner with each other in our healing, and call each other back into our power. A very important part of that for me is honoring both sides, the masculine and the feminine, creating more understanding, more compassion and respect for each unique experience. And so in this series, I'm speaking specifically to men to honor them, to hear their perspective and how they go through relating the feminine life. Because so often we have demonized and devalued men in their experiences, needs and struggles. And I want to change that. So I hereby welcome you to my Deeper Into Him podcast series. And before we get started for all these conversations, I want to give a bit of a disclaimer because I realize that this conversation about men and women, masculine and feminine, can sound both heteronormative and gendered. Bear with me. Masculine feminine dynamics play it out in every relationship. So when we speak about men towards women, I hope you can hear it as being the partner who's more in their masculine and the partner who's more in their feminine. And this very often has little to do with gender. In addition to that, I do want to acknowledge that men and women have completely different societal expectations in the world. And because of that, different lenses. For instance, we tell men they should man up and women they should smile more. In that sense, some of this might be gendered, but I hope for people outside of that binary perspective that they might still feel some truth in any of these stories. Hi everyone, and welcome, welcome to another conversation on the Deeper with Sofia Zafino podcast. Today, I'm joined by Pal, and he is the founder of the Wild Men Program, which is a school for embodied masculinity and sexuality. So Pal, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell your here. story? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell your story of who you are, of, of how you came where you are today, of your journey into this world? I'm super curious. Yeah, I'm happy to tell my story. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm come from Norway and um, I've been on this path of uh, personal development and Tantra and yeah, being curious of who I really am for around 20 years or something like that. And yeah, it started with a leadership seminar as a, as a young man, but I, and then we're going to stand in front of a lot of people and talk in, talk talk about passionate subject or whatever and I didn't feel confident mm. so it was like I didn't feel like I was belonging with these older people which so was so much better than me but uh then and there was a 
amazing woman uh, who hold that lecture and she she talked about that we might have more resources inside of ourselves mm -hmm. than we were aware of and that we should start question who we really are and and that we can find these resources inside of us mm -hmm. and um so I dived in and daring to face my vulnerability and also then coming out with a lot of joy and a lot of happiness and was singing in front of 30 people. And so it was like a turning point. And then I was like, yes, I want to know more about who I am. So that kickstarted me onto a journey into NLP and Anthony Robbins and then brand base going deeper into emotional uh, healing in the child work and then into satsang and and uh, and deeper meditations and then still it was like i was coming in touch with my vulnerability and a lot of my femininity but it was also a lot around my sexuality and around women which was like i don't really know how to do that and i felt like also was a blockage between spirituality and sexuality so I was like, and I had some difficulties in relationship and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, and yeah, after a beginning of another relationship started, I felt like, okay, I have to face my vulnerability around sexuality, also finding the strength, keeping my sexual energy. So then I went head on into a hardcore <laughs> Tantra school and it took around 50 workshops and, uh, and like went head on and um, yeah, so, uh, so I was there for five years and then I came into sacred medicine and ayahuasca mm -hmm. and which kind of also took me back to the heart again. So, so in one way to find the balance between that vulnerability mm -hmm. and also that masculinity is, is kind of being my journey, how to be a man, being strong, but also daring to open up the door to that vulnerable heart. So it's still, still an exploration and, mm. and a journey to, to walk on. Mm. What a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. I notice I'm very struck by the, the daring to be vulnerable, the daring to open your heart. So why do you think it's so hard for most men to connect to their heart, to connect to their vulnerability? Because I, I hear a lot of men that really want to, and they're like, I want to feel, but I just can't. Yeah. So why is that, do you think? I, I think it's coming very early in the childhood and, and the, the models of what it is to be a man. is like, don't cry. You're going to be strong. You're going to compete. You're going to be the best uh, in what you're doing. And uh, don't be gay. Don't be uh, like too vulnerable. It's, it's not accepted. So it's kind of, it takes a lot of courage for a man to, to open up that door. And that's what I do in my wild man work as well. It's, it's easier for us men to come together, to fight a little bit, to kind of play with our anger, our power. And then it's like, okay, we are accepted. Okay, now <laughs> we can open up the other door <laughs> and into the vulnerability and, uh, and, and yeah, into the heart as well but that's when we're just having that safe container and um, being met and I, I think if i'm gonna think a little bit of my journey as well i open up that vulnerability 
but it's it was also not accepted a lot with my peers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So when I was in my twenties, it was like, what has happened with Paul? It's like he's doing meditation and healing and all of that, and yeah. he's not so cool anymore. He's not going out and taking drugs or or what drinking or whatever, and it's like. Yeah, so it takes some courage to to open that door. And um, yeah. yeah, I know that, or, or I always try to kind of, instead of thinking like, oh, men can't feel, like to try to see it from their perspective. And the or what I've learned from a lot of men is that they, for instance, have women that say, I want to feel you, I want to feel you, I can't feel you. It's very hard for them to access because they never had to and they were told not to. But then there's the, also the additional thing of, but when they do access it, there's almost a loss of their tribe because their current guy friends or their current brothers are just not on that level or might not get it. So it's scary on so many levels. And then the additional thing that actually often when men are vulnerable, women don't respond to it very well. We say we want men to, <laughs> we say we want them to be vulnerable when your guy is crying in front of you or is showing that he's insecure. We actually don't really enjoy that. Yeah. So it must be yeah. such a confusing journey for a guy to be in. <laughs> what what am yeah. I what do I need to be? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and often I think uh first of all it takes I think it takes a lot of trust for a man to open up that mm. vulnerable part of himself and often like the women is like you should open up your heart you should you should Do be it. more vulnerable <laughs> and like forcing it and it's like then he's just hiding even more or it's like yeah. it's not it's not safe to open up and as you said i don't a lot of women doesn't have um have that uh, experience of holding the the space yeah. or at least they have to have done a lot of work to hold the space for a man yeah and uh, some women maybe are not mature enough to do that and yeah. as you said and then projecting it back no he's just a wimp yeah. he's he's uh yeah so it's and that is kind of the again it can easily come that that uh hurt again and then okay i shouldn't i shouldn't open up i shouldn't be vulnerable so yeah. i don't have any place to go yeah. that said when i often it's like when my experience the more i can really own it and that's why i think often men's work can be good to to do is because then you have that safe container to open up and you get other who yeah. open up and the more i become secure in myself and hold my own vulnerability and and i'm going there anyhow then i will also much easier be respected by my partner or my woman so it's uh yeah so yeah yeah so, so i'm curious on your opinion on this like i i often hear men that they think they have to be just like women so in order to be vulnerable they have to be more like their women and i notice in my own work with men there's actually a way to be vulnerable that isn't just like women do it there is a masculine way to go to the heart so, and I can hear you also speak about that. So what, what in your experience is that? What is like doing it the men's way, right? Doing it the guy's way. What's, the, what's, the, what's honoring a man going to his heart? What does that look like? 
Yeah, I think we are conditioned a little bit different. So mm -hmm. I think it's, so it's like, it's easier, as I said, if, for us to get in touch with our masculinity first. Mm. Because often if a man goes straight into his vulnerability, and that's what can happen, especially with mommy boys or uh, more vulnerable guys. So they become like a little bit new age wimp or <laughs> and and then like if my mass if if i kind of do my own work first and and kind of almost like my masculinity hold my femininity mm, you know, my vulnerability then then i'm coming out also with a, a part of presence i'm not only just needing your support i am i am also an adult in my own mm. vulnerability so Mm. oh i love that yeah because there i have women contacting me that say where are all the men where are all the real men um because especially in the conscious conscious community there's a lot of very light kind sweet men and they honor their women completely and yet it doesn't create that polarity it doesn't create a lot of excitement in women often because they're like but i just want a man to push me against the wall <laughs> right we don't always yeah. want to be that respected and honored <laughs> i want you to be vulnerable then and now i want you to push it against the wall <laughs> everything everything going to be different than i am <laughs> yeah. I, I, and i think that that is kind of a little bit where we as men need, also need to step up a little yeah in the conversation and it's like don't take all that bullshit and uh, it's like women have an ability to complain it's like and that's kind of i really this i can almost feel like this is yeah. where i'm speaking up for a lot of men yeah. it's like we are tired of hearing you how we're going to be or Oof. you yeah. telling us how we're going to be yeah. and it's like no it's like to stop that and and go back into your own vulnerability go into your own masculinity and and let's meet there and it's like to for the man to set healthy boundaries is first he has to do it for himself and first yeah. he has to kind of own his own stuff but then it's like so important that he he kind of give the woman a challenge yeah and don't don't saying yes 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 and, and especially the people in the spiritual and they are often a little bit more into their mommy boys and into that because they have a, the door a little bit more open than other men mm -hmm. so so really they need to step up and daring to 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 set these healthy boundaries with women and yeah, yeah. So I, you can ex you, you you can express as a woman you can express what you really want but you don't you should do this you should do that mm -hmm. it's like no <laughs> you can ask for it but uh in a healthy way and then i can say if I want to do it or not. Yeah. Maybe I want to do something else. And yeah, to finding that healthy polarity there. Yeah, I think at a deeper level, we all want our partners to be maybe self-actualized, to really be themselves. And I think the feminine notices when a man is being so nice that he is betraying himself, yeah. right? That he does everything for you, even when he doesn't have the time, that he does everything for you, even though he's tired. Right. And that may sound like, oh, my God, this guy is there for me all the time. But she notices she notices he's, he's betraying himself. And that makes him less trustworthy because I now have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because apparently you aren't. Right. Yeah. And so actually a man that gives boundaries is so sexy. Mm. 
even yeah. when he isn't doing what I want him to do, it's so sexy because he's actually self-actualizing. He's standing for himself. And now I can trust him. Now I don't have to do that work for him. Right. And this is why I think a lot of nice guys end up last because the nice guy is actually very difficult to trust. Yeah. Because he's going to give too much. He's going to betray himself. He's going to become resentful. He's going to give love when it's actually a plea for connection. Right. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not clean. And, yeah. And then, and then he after, after a while either explode or, yeah. or disappear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, or that's explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's angry. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you're speaking into this because I think a lot of men think they need to be better for their women. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the sadness, you know. I see yeah. it's like we get a lot of complaints about how we're making love and how we are kind of not present or whatever. But often what I feel is like man wants to do just too much. I yes. want to give her the orgasms, I want to kind of please her, I want to know everything, but I'm not really enjoying sex, I'm not really in my body, and I'm not really standing up for myself. So so that is kind of the journey I, I take them on is like first to kind of do your leave addictions, leave the superficial feminine things and, and do your <laughs> wild man workout or your practice and keep your sexual energy, stay in your body and getting down in your body and know your patterns and know where you can kind of lean and often lean towards the masculine in a healthy way. And to set that boundary for for myself and and then also for my environment and my woman so so yeah and I then doing, do, do, yeah, doing less doing less <laughs> so like i i don't need i don't need i am responsible for my own pleasure yeah. in love making and if i'm not having a good time with a woman or if i'm then it's time to stop i'm gonna feel it pleasurable in my own body and and what I say is like, we men need as long foreplay as women and actually yeah. almost longer. <laughs> Tell me more about that. <laughs> yeah, because the biggest problem for men is, is uh, premature ejaculation. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's only because he's selling himself. He's kind of, he's not fully embodied. He's, he's more eager to to be someone, to, to give mm -hmm. her orgasms. So if he's fully taking time, slowing down, also maybe receiving a massage or slow everything a lot down. And so he's not selling his belly or his cock in order to please this woman. It's like the body knows, the body, mm -hmm. the cock knows. It's like when I am fully embodied, it's that's that's also i think the most sexy women yeah. because that presence that masculine yeah. presence is what's you get turned on and as you said setting healthy boundaries and can we slow down yeah. can we and then opening up okay how do you like to be touched it's it's not my responsibility to give you anything it's like let's mm. how can we play how can we dance together and i also want to receive something from you and I also want to be here with you to be in my own body but also fully enjoy you instead of pleasing you or, or giving myself away. Mm. 
there's so much wisdom in these last few minutes. What <laughs> 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 do I want to go into? Um, I love this almost idea of selfishness. That that's just so needed, especially for a man to say like, but I also need. I'm not always giving. I also need. And the idea, yeah. I think, that that presence is actually not about being fully present with the other person. It's actually, first and foremost, being so present in yourself that you notice what the other person is doing with you. Right. And it's not just like, yeah, go on. Yes, I never leave myself. I'm always, yeah. some of my awareness is is inside of my own body so that I can be in my own pleasure and really enjoy and if if i'm not feeling pleasurable i'm stopping it's like i'm mm. waiting i'm waiting and to to take that next step and then when i'm there and can be with that or express that i'm moving on and continue and yeah and so what about the situation where I think a lot of men get triggered and, and a, a lot of couples find difficult to navigate of for instance um, she has difficulty orgasming. He doesn't really know how to give that to her. She maybe wants a different kind of touch or a different kind of energy. And when she addresses that, uh, he feels very critiqued and hurt. Uh, and the little boy shows up and they're just not meeting each other. What about a situation like that? Like what is the, from what you're describing now, like what's actually the, the healthy sovereign masculine there? Yeah, it's, it's, um, I think uh, the will of consent and and uh, and that kind of practice is is crucial and and to put that container that it's like again it's not my or the man's responsibility to to give a woman the orgasm it's yeah. it's uh, it's her pleasure and then it's like okay what do you feel pleasurable how would you like to be touched yeah. um, what do you don't like and. Mm -hmm. And the more you can kind of pre-frame it and, and that I dare to, I, okay, I, I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know how to touch. So I need to ask. And yeah. as men know as well, you can be, the women are in different periods in their, some days they're very open. If you do that same next day, it's, <laughs> it's, not it's, like, it's like, how can we know? And, and it's yeah. taking also the responsibility back for the woman. Yeah. And, and it's, if the woman okay then ask you have you had the orgasm when you self-pleasure yourself how is that what do you do then and and so you kind of educate on on how this woman is so yeah. so that i kind of can do that and still also trusting my own uh, impulses and yeah. and uh, so i give my own flavor and i'm giving i'm not Oof. only again to pleasing but <laughs> But it's all about slowing down. And it's like, if I can slow down and stay with my own sexual energy and, and being aroused, normally that turn on the woman. And if I still breathing and slowing down even more when I'm having sex, it's kind of the body knows that the body, the orgasm will come when it will come. And it's not a pressure. If you can take that orgasm out of, it's like normally it's like it's good sex if you have orgasm but mm -hmm. no it's kind of the body knows how to have an orgasm yeah so it's so it's just to give that time for the body to kind of open up and yeah. to enjoy that pleasure yeah. 
And, and I find it's like the more a man can make, so what I'm doing is I take them first on a, to, to learn to self-pleasure themselves. Because yes. most men are kind of wanking off themselves or wanking to porn or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and, but then I am used and kind of conditioned to make love in the same way when yeah. I'm with my woman. Yeah. So the more I'm coming back to my own body and can really love myself and touch myself and enjoy my body and, yeah. and last longer with my own self-pleasure and, and just making that into a self-love ritual yeah. and, and learning to keep my own sexual energy and not yeah. ejaculate so, so fast and yeah, holding and be able to hold that sexual energy. Yeah. then I can bring those experiences into, into the bedroom with my partner. Yeah. I noticed there, there's two things that stick out for me. Like one is I love that you're talking about this, like slowing down. Cause for me, like the young masculine is one that like needs to do something right away. Like you tell him a story and he wants to fix it right away for you. He, uh, he wants to get to orgasm as quickly as possible because then she's orgasmed and I did it right. Like there's this, there's this hastiness to the young masculine, this like impatience of just needing to get it done real quick. And I feel like the mature masculine is actually able to just, <sighs> let's, let's sit in this. Let's that there be time and space and wideness of just, okay, I'm here. Mm. Yeah. So there's a slowing down and then, and then you can feel the subtleties. Otherwise there's no time to feel the subtleties. All right. So, yeah, so I love that you're talking about that. Um, you spoke before about keeping your sexual energy as a guy, which I think is also connected to the self-pleasure. Like, what's, Why is that important to keep your sexual energy? Can you say what you mean with that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, can, I think I can tell my own story. Um, yeah. And it kind of changed my life. It was a game changer. It was mm -hmm. like, before I always felt a little bit uncomfortable in my body, had some suppressed emotions and was more like up and down in life. Mm -hmm. But when I kind of brought that sexual energy and not leaking that out, mm -hmm. I started to kind of, I needed to conduct more energy, but, but it's kind of, I'm leveling up my whole body with my other practices, daily practices, meditation or whatever, or workout. And so I kind of, when I'm holding that, I, I learning to conduct, I can hold more energy and I'm getting more and more happy. It's kind of, I feel like I'm growing. So, so I become, I will have a deeper presence. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and the good thing, what I find and from my Tantra school, you can open up the Kundalini as well. You can yeah. start circulating the sexual energy. So yeah. instead of bringing it out, you can bring it around mm -hmm. in your body and your whole body gets, access to that and then yeah man can become multi-orgasmic and uh, enjoy so much more pleasure and uh, enjoy the body and so if i am happy I mean, if i am content when i'm meeting a woman then i'm i'm not i don't need anything from her yeah. i am fulfilled i am yeah. i'm also in con contact with my own femininity and i'm full so so even when i'm coming from a place of fullness uh, and not from a neediness or begging yeah. for having sex, mm. then I become more attractive. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, uh, and I can also slow down because I'm not going to have something. 
Yeah, you so, don't need to get something. So, yeah. so then, and then I can last so much longer because also then it's not my, you don't need to give, or a, a woman doesn't need to give me something. And, and yeah. then, so it's, yeah, so it's become more a dance and I'm more like an adult play instead of we needing each other. It's kind of, yeah. we, we are here to enjoy each other and, and support each other. And we're using the sexual energy and the, the love making to, to grow together. Yeah. I saw a picture of you on social media where you went through a really gigantic transformation. You look like a totally different man. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I think I'm bringing it to the, <clears throat> to the sexual energy. It's, yeah. I'm not ejaculating. I'm not ejaculating. Or yeah, it, it was also bringing a more of my masculine side as well, but, but the sexual energy fully transformed me. It's like, because then when I have that, then I can, then other habits go away. So like sugar, yeah. I get more energy to exercise. I get more energy to, to do what I really want and to do my life purpose. So it's kind yeah. of, we need that energy. We need sexual energy is like creative energy. So we can bring that instead into our life purpose or to yeah. make our body more fit or whatever. So I'm sure a lot of men that are listening to this think, not ejaculating because you didn't ejaculate for was it a thousand one hundred and eleven days? Is that what it said there? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it, I have. St I'm still still on the journey, so I'm still. Oh. Yeah, probably three and a half years or something like that now. That's in. That's insane. Uh, or no, that's incredible. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so a lot of I men have, that are going to listen have. to this are going to think, "Huh, not ejaculate? <laughs> what?" Yeah. So what do you say for a man that's just starting this journey for whom it's, it's, it's even a new idea to not ejaculate when he masturbates or when he fucks? Like, what's, what do you say to a man like that? Yeah, it's, it's many angles to bring in. It can mm -hmm. be the science, but yeah, we need more science on it. But, uh, yeah. but the dopamine goes down, the oxytocin yeah. goes down, you get the testosterone go down after an ejaculation and, and it's low for some days uh, yeah. or at least hours there is different science on it yeah. but I, but I, you can feel that you are kind of depleted afterwards yeah. so yeah. so as a man i found it so much more powerful to not to end the love making like that that yeah. i can fully be present with my partner yeah. and it's like if i'm falling down and it's like i've where should I hide it? I normally go to sleep or yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. and if I'm making love to my partner three times a day, especially yeah. in the beginning when you're in love, it's kind of, it's like, if yeah. you do that, you, you start feeling drained after, yeah. after a while and you're losing the power. And that's what I felt. I kind of, why do I get a bit, get weaker in a relationship with a woman? Yes. And it's like, yeah, I'm having sex so much, more and I'm what to do. So either I become a mommy boy and pleasing, or mm. I'm needing my own space and, and retreat, and yeah. retreat away. So, yeah. so there is a guilt. It's like a guilt because I am not. I don't want my partner as much anymore. So it's yeah. kind of ah. Yeah. So that's that's the. Uh, so if if you want to grow spiritually, emotionally, mm. physically 
be happy in your life. Yeah. Keep, keep your sexual, try it at least for 21 days or something yeah. like that and see if there are any effects. Yeah, I always wish every man to have at least ejaculatory choice. And then you can decide what's best for you, what works for you, but to at least know what sex is like when you don't have to come. Because then when does it stop, right? Yeah. What does sex look like then? Like, what are we going to do? When do we end it? So you, you, you need to retrain then how you're, how you're fucking because you, you need to do that together now. So yeah. whatever a man I think decides in this, I think it's so important to at least have the ejaculatory choice that you don't have to. Don't have yeah, to. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have to. And, and then you're taking out uh, the performance because yeah. what most men are suffering with is I need to perform. I need to be yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, and if I could relax and if I can bring that out and, but it's not that I need to go for as long. I can also daring to receive, I can receive yeah. a massage. Yeah. Like I can, can you massage or can you have a, you, my partner massage me so I kind of relax and then we can go back and we yeah. have sex again. So yeah. we kind of switching polarities as well. Yeah. And it's so much better. So. Yeah, the switching of polarities is, is so important because I think even the most masculine man needs to be in his feminine sometimes to show up as a masculine man. You can never just be in one. Like my partner always says this so beautifully. I've said it many times, but he always says like, just think of the warrior that just had a battle and comes back to his tent to lays down at the fire and his woman washes his feet for him, right? Yeah. Like he, a man yeah. needs that moment of just, can I lay with you and can you wash my feet? Cause I just fought, I just fought a war. Right. And, and to, to, that doesn't mean that a man is feminine. It just means that a man is trusting his woman enough to surrender. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's so beautiful when you say yeah. that, because <laughs> I think we need more women as well, being willing to how to serve your man into your feminine. It's vulnerable for a man to go there, but it's kind of, I think that's where I get most touched as well. It's yeah. like when my partner kind of gives me something or open me up or from, from a good place. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, we as men also need to recharge and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And to, and to not always have it together. Sometimes yeah in the receiver yeah and i noticed like in my in my own relationship when we do switch those polarities we both feel so much more energized afterwards like right. if i get a day in my dominance or in my masculine in my in my relationship like the next day i'm on fire <laughs> so energized <laughs> and so so is he right like that's why it's so important to know what polarity is and to play with it because it's such an energizer Mm -hmm. literally is life energy that gets the flow from the positive to the negative from the masculine to the feminine so if you if you start realizing that and playing with it in in yourself in your relationship in life like there's just more energy yeah 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 i can become, <laughs> I, I can make it come happy you know for nothing when i get to recharge as well as like yeah. oh, life, life is good yeah now i know, know how it is as to be a woman you know yeah. <laughs> to just shine yeah <laughs> But, but the beautiful thing is also is like when I have been receiving in my feminine, I can and then going back into my masculine, yes. my love making is also much deeper. Yeah. And it's like I am fully recharged, and yeah. and then I can take my partner 
so much deeper as well on the journey. So, yeah. So, what does multi orgasmic is multi orgasmicness look like for men? Because I think we all have kind of an idea of what that could be like for women. I think it's more accessible maybe in a feminine body. But what does that even look like for men? Because I think a lot of guys have no idea what that even is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it comes a lot or not for everyone but it's first it's kind of to hold the sexual energy and embody it but the the multi-orgasmic man is not it's not ejaculating or having an orgasm through the penis but it's he needs to be open to his vulnerable side so so the sexual energy coming from the pelvic up through the anus and up up through the spine Mm -hmm. so it's he needs to kind of be able to receive as well. Yeah. So, so um, mm-hmm. it's like what my old teacher Alex said, it was like mm-hmm. in front of God, we are all feminine. So it's yeah. kind of, we need, we, need, we need to be able to let go and, and, mm-hmm. and surrender. So it's not only about me fucking, but, I, but it's also, yeah, that's a little bit more advanced if you want to be penetrated as well or yeah. to receive or yeah. or receiving a massage or uh, when the because when the kundalini is getting awakened it's mm. it's it's another for me that is actually when real tantric sex is happening it's like because then the energy body is kind of living its own life and yeah and then uh, it's like just watching or just <laughs> hugging can be like oh it's so <laughs> it's delicious like, yeah, because <laughs> I'm opening up my body and feel it. It's like you're feeling each other so much more. And, and that's, yeah, it's so pleasurable. So you can bring it into all your spiritual practices, doing Qigong, doing ecstatic yes. dance, and, and, and you're kind of having small full body orgasms. So it can be everywhere, but, um, but it's amazing also in, in lovemaking. Yeah, you're just, you're kind of like, things are falling into place in my head, I noticed, because I, we were we were teaching our men's group a few days ago and we said like like when you really become multi orgasmic like your elbow can become orgasmic and they were like what like yeah you could totally like, <laughs> really when your body is fully online like an elbow can be totally orgasmic like i don't get it i don't get it and i thought you know now that i'm talking to you our things are falling into place that it's really about opening up to pleasure and opening up to sensation and for that if a man is only in the giving penetrating performance role he's actually never opening up to his own pleasure yeah, yeah. And in order to be the multi-orgastic there has to be this opening to your own pleasure of just like what am i feeling all oh, this feels good oh oh there's more of that <laughs> yeah and that's 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 where we need to kind of bring in and feel everything yeah. i'm feeling insecure i'm feeling brain i'm feeling but i cannot allow myself to feel everything and turning from yeah. from a pain body to a pleasure body yeah. And that's what I, and to conduct and hold all of that pleasure. And that's what I love with using tantra and tantric sexuality. Yeah. It's like we can, we can play with the uh, with the sexual energy, but if yeah. we're playing with fire. So it's it's yeah. kind of a, a little bit hard yeah. core practice in one way. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, it it helps that you have done some uh, some emotional work as well. Mm. But uh, you don't need to, but, uh, but it helps. <laughs> so for women who are listening to this and think, oh my God, I want my man to do these things. Um, I think the deeper question is how can women support men or call men into their power? Because what I do know is that it doesn't work when we say, 
here's what you should do. You should breathe your energy up your spine. The masculine doesn't like this. So how do we, how can we support men in this or how can we call a man into his power or how can the feminine support the masculine? I think is my question. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it comes both ways, but it's like there normally needs to be a willingness from the man to, to do it. Yeah. If he's not, if he's not willing, if he doesn't want to give away his yeah. orgasm or yeah. if he's not so much into growing it, you, you cannot force anyone to, to, um, to change but you need to talk about his benefits what, what can mm. he would you like to have more energy would you like to be able to make love longer would you like to enjoy your own body so much more so, yeah. it's, so it's kind of he yeah and and um, and uh, yeah maybe have it's, it's a little bit like to say that the full body orgasm because it's it can take some time yeah. if you have never felt your body before it takes time to to open up your body normally if you're not going to force it but i i don't support to force open a kundalini no it's like the body knows the body the the trauma the pain is there for a reason and the more we can just breathe into it feel it doing the practice and commit to the practices the the more you will grow and you will have healthy habit in your your life yeah. So this this willingness of 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 growing it's is yeah. uh, must be the, in the man and uh, and then if you have okay look at this guy he look at this or I think <laughs> I'm a little bit uh, since you're working with men but it's it, you, you can bring another bring bring another flavor to to the to the man and it's also good because a lot of men likes to have a presence of a woman yeah. <laughs> it's easy for them to be motivated yeah but it's but it's also it's also amazing to have it from a male body and yeah. and from a, a brotherly support yeah. which other men who have been going through the same journey so so we can we can it both have benefits so yeah, yeah. so I think what I would also love to hear more about is, I think we were talking about it just before we started, is the difference for a woman to express to her man or to kind of maybe nag or complain or critique or demand, right? Because we think no. it's powerful to be able to say, you're not showing up for me and you need to do better. And we think that's fierce and we think that's strong. And actually like nobody that's receiving that wants to step into their power, right? Like nobody would. So let's say for instance my man has some willingness but he isn't very present in the bedroom and he's still very much in a script scripted sex or performance driven sex what is the way to go into expression as the feminine rather than going like you're not showing up for me i'm not enjoying this you need to do better here's a tantra book <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 like for the women to be fully honest it's like where does mm -hmm. this come from Right. If, if if this is coming from a place of anger mm. or frustration or annoyed or whatever, your man will not be able to receive it. It's like yeah. we have a less, most of us at least, most men have a less feminine body yeah. uh, or fem developed our own femininity. So if we get a complaint, we're kind of, we, we easier. We can't take so much of this. So it triggers us pretty easy and that's why it's better to, 
to if you are doing it from a slow place and mm. maybe you just touch maybe you're just doing a belly to belly or just resting with each other then then you have you have that connection already with each other yeah. and um and just asking curious questions about him and then can we give each other feedback and opening up mm-hmm. where there is trust and where there is love and not in the middle of a sex or in the middle of an argument or whatever it's like by the way <laughs> <laughs> so pre-framing is, is good you know and and having that container and and that it's like asking um and asking how you like to be touched or like i would like this and this would you like to try that would, yeah. we we want most men just want to be good in bed so yeah. if we can get some tips from uh, how you like to be touched we were like oh yes we will do that we will do that all the time <laughs> it's like oh i got the trick <laughs> i know now <laughs> yeah i know now so yeah. you were i i saw on your website you're talking about the new man right the, the the new version of man like what is that to you who is that what is it that we need what is it that we're missing what where, where do we need men to go yeah i think uh yeah the new man is is more embodied he's kind of not living up in his mm. own head and he's kind of bringing his awareness through into our heart into his balls and into his feet he's kind of standing on the ground and he's full of energy and then he's fully embodied open heart mm. connected to the divine and i'm kind of here to serve i'm here to first serve my own body and my own mm. but i'm here to serve my partner i'm here to serve the world i'm here to make a difference and seeing and looking for opportunity to grow together mm. and and helping other men and women to to rise up in their greatness mm. and yeah so it's not about grabbing or taking or but it's kind of how can i serve and how can i give and uh, and um of course setting healthy boundaries if that when that that, that is needed but he he's fully himself and yeah <laughs> mm. <laughs> sounds really nice like where are all of them <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. when a woman i have a lot of women they're like so where are these men where are they yeah where are they yeah we have a few in the wildman program they uh <laughs> i, I tried <laughs> try to teach <laughs> uh, on show my way and and uh, where yeah. i'm going um, and uh, i think we, we are coming more and more men it's like more and more men are waking up and yeah. finding that i need to make a change i i want to grow and uh i want to say to the women if if they are fully showing up in their own radiance i'm sure there will be plenty of men around <laughs> if they stop complaining about it <laughs> and take and start looking because i think there are many beautiful men around there are they are awesome and and we are also just waiting to be given that opportunity to yes. shine and and come out with our vulnerability with our strengths so we yeah so there is many beautiful men around that's what i see and more and more but we are a little bit behind you women in some some way because we haven't 
it's not been acceptable to develop the feminine in a healthy way because you women are like you have you are being cherished in your masculine you're cherished in your feminine but yes. it's like if we are just mm -hmm. a half a man in our masculine then it's like we can't really compete with you so mm. more and more daring to open up to that vulnerability femininity and i'm and uh, and being fully who i am and uh, being connected to my own true nature and uh, so i see i see a lot of beautiful men mm -hmm. i am with them often <laughs> yeah. I, love, I, I really felt that when you said like we're, we're also just waiting for you to invite us in right like yeah I, I noticed that I and I see a lot of women around me that especially kind of from the goddess empowerment scene that are saying like I'm I want a man that treats me like a queen and otherwise he's not worthy of me and I think honestly like are you treating him like a king or does he need to prove his worth constantly? Is he, is he wrong from the start? Right. Yeah. And that's, I'm a little bit afraid to say, but that's <laughs> where the goddess syndrome can be a little bit too much. Yeah, I completely like, agree. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about rising as a, uh, as a king as well. And, but it's also like, I want to have a queen as well. I don't want to have a spoiled princess yeah. on my side, you know, or I'm going to do everything right. No, I don't have everything right. I don't, I am not perfect. I am not, I am having my shitty days and whatever, but I yeah. do the best I can to do my own practices. And if, yeah. if, if I am doing my best and I'm doing what I can, sometimes I also need a little bit support and that's, but I, I'm there fully to own my own shit and my own life. Yeah. But that's what I want you to as well. Or like a, a queen is kind of, she knows her way. She yes. has her own dignity. Yes. And she doesn't need a man to treat her. She, 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 she are independent in her, her way. And, but then we come together to support each other to yeah. How can we strengthen each other? It's more about that, to, to serve each other. Yeah. And uh, if I'm as a man or many men are not so familiar with that vulnerability okay how can you support a man to bring that out yeah. instead of he's doing this and this wrong and that's where i like oh we need to, that's where we men need to come back you know yes. and, and not spoil you because then we're not doing you a favor either yeah <laughs> i completely agree i um i teach the women i work with this that they um you know, if you don't respect the man that you're with, don't be with him. You need to respect him so that also when he is trying to figure things out, all you see is a respectable person that you just want to support in his journey, not a man that needs to prove that he's not a shitty man. Right. right? If you're speaking about my guy, oh, my guy's lazy. My guy doesn't do this. My guy doesn't do this. Especially for the masculine, that's such an, a shitty energy to be in, to feel that you're not being respected, that you're not taken serious, that you're not being honored in who you are by the woman that has chosen you right like being yeah. for for a man or for the masculine there's this integrity of word like be who you say that you are i think for the feminine it's this integrity of heart that least who you choose to give your heart to that you that you that that's a full yes that you respect him that you are taking him serious that you're honoring him otherwise why are you with him yeah and and let's also face it like our relationship is fucking difficult it's mm -hmm. uh, it brings up mm -hmm. the juiciness of sex even in tantric sex 
but even though you have all these tools and practice, it, it, the whole purpose, as I see the relationship, is to bring this unfinished inner child stuff, yes. all programming, they will surface, there will be moments of pain, there will be disappointment and like fully, I can't stand with my man or with my woman. And yeah. But that is when, okay, that is when you kind of gonna show up fully. Like the, the woman has her practices, I as a man have my practices and we have the practices to come together and we know our different patterns and that's, that's when we're going to do the real work. But if the woman is a spoiled princess, then it doesn't work. If the man is lazy, it doesn't work. So it's how can we, are we really choosing each other? And that's also a little bit like in the tantric field with open relationship can be a way of not really daring to do the work. And yeah. so it's knowing when to open up a relationship you're going to do and when you're not going to do it. Because, okay, can I go these journeys of into the darkness, into the death and into the rebirth with my partner? That is when the relationship kind of growing. And this is an endless journey, I think. And, uh, but, but that is where, yeah, the true healing happens and where I think the purpose of the whole relationship is. All right, my last question to you. What do you love about the feminine, about women, about the feminine? What do you love about them? Yeah. <laughs> now the feminine is like, yeah, it's, it's when, she, when she is in her openness and juiciness, there's nothing better than that, you know? It's like, <laughs> you can just relax and enjoy. And it's, it's a, yeah, it makes me happy. It makes me full fully in my heart makes me shine make me laugh make me have jokes whatever it's like ah it's just <laughs> it's the best thing and that's why we love you you know and then, <laughs> it's and i think it's like a little bit like what you women you can feel if a man is in his presence but we can also same when a woman is fully in her radiance it's like wow yeah. It's make our day, you know, then life, then life is, then there's no problem in the world. <laughs> it's like, I'm happy. And yeah. when you are happy or when a, my partner is happy. Yeah, I, I love that because I think the old fashioned thing is like that, uh, what was it like, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> but I do think like the masculine just wants to, his woman to be her most radiant self. And if he can do something to help her get there then that's like the best thing ever. Yeah. But to yeah. do that without losing himself, without betraying himself. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and like what I do sometimes when I'm coaching relationship is like doing the gratitude challenge, yeah. giving each other what you like about each other. And yeah. uh, that's, that's a good practice. <laughs> so can you say more about that? So that's like letting each other know like what I'm, what I'm grateful for in my partner. Yeah. So yeah. doing that, for instance, for 21 days and just mm. what I like about you is saying two, three things a day. And then just if you do that for 21 days, it's like, wow, you, so, something happens in the relationship normally, mm, especially so when you go going through shitty times. <laughs> it's like it's a good, good practice to do. 
Yeah, it goes from war zone to love zone. A lot of relationships are about war zone, about you're right, I'm wrong, whatever it is. Yeah. 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 It's actually loving. Okay. If people want to hear more about you, learn more about you, work with you, where can they find you? Yes, I have a web page called the wildmanprogram.com. So uh, I have now and then some free challenges. So I think I have another one coming 30 of August uh, where I do some embodiment practices and supporting also to keep the sexual energy and some love. And then going into the Wildman program later if people want to kind of go for a paid course. But then, yeah, have a taste. And you also have a possibility to download for free like the Wildman workout uh, on on my webpage if they want to go there. Yeah, I definitely recommend anybody checking out your webpage because there is so many interesting things on there. I just spent a wonderful half hour checking it all out. (laughs) But there's lots of interesting things on there. So I'd highly recommend uh, checking out your website. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much, Pao. Thank you so much for your wisdom and your perspectives. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, I find you a very interesting man and very wise man. Mm, Thank you. Thank you for your curious questions. And (laughs) yeah. for this podcast and really really amazing thank you're you very so much. welcome next to that i am soon relaunching my course healing the masculine for women and i just opened applications for the initiation and the initiation is a very exciting project i'm doing together with amanda bickham and it is a deep deep vip container for a select group of men that want to go deeper that want to be fully empowered so if you are interested in any of those please do shoot me a pm and of course please let me know what you thought of this episode thank you so much for listening